Hey y'all, welcome to the very first episode of Full Bloom. My name is Martina and we're here to have a good time. Okay. Hey girl, hey. Hey boy, hey. Say hey to your auntie, your mama, all of them. Okay, yeah, I'm not really that ratchet, but it's okay. The sun is shining where I'm going. The sun is shining where I'm going. I may not see, but you're all knowing. I may not see, but you're all knowing. The sun is shining where I'm going. Yeah. Hey, everybody. And welcome to the very first episode of Full Bloom. Are we excited? Oh my God, yes. Um, Sorry, but I feel like I've given birth to a child. Like this process has been so all consuming. And honestly, I didn't know what I was getting into when I got into it. But I'm so happy to be here and so happy to have you here. So let's get right into it. Uh, First and foremost, Hi, I'm Martina. If you don't know me, now you know. Um, what do you want to know about me? I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Um, I like to write. I like to sing. I'm not very good at it all the time, though. <laughs> um, what else? I think that's all you need to know for about me right now. Oh, I'm Jamaican by birth. And eventually my husband will be on here, but he will tell you that I'm not Jamaican because... Well, I'll let him speak for himself. However, I'm Jamaican, and that's an important fact that I feel like you should know about me. So welcome to Full Bloom. And, you know, this is just supposed to be a space where we can figure out this whole life thing while being adults. Because honestly, I feel like we were scammed. We spent so many years in school learning all this unnecessary stuff. And now we're adults and literally we're relearning how to do life. I don't know if you feel me, but I feel me. Um, So, yeah, I feel like this is going to be a great time. So if you're here, you're probably here for one of two reasons. I either really bothered you and was like, hey, oh, my God, listen to my new podcast. And it was like in your ear constantly. Or you're somebody who really just wants to figure out this whole life thing. And if you're here for the latter or the former, I'm happy you're here because honestly, I think it's so important for us as, you know, young adults and maturing people to connect with people who are in similar spaces. Because often I feel like people reach out to people above them or, you know, who have already kind of gone through these stages. And so, yeah, we look to them for advice and guidance. And I think that's super important. But I also think there's so much value in connecting with people who are kind of still right where you are and going on that journey together. And so that's what this is supposed to be. Us figuring it out together, um, talking to some really dope people who are doing some really amazing things like make you question your whole life type of things. But that's okay because. Well, actually, this is a perfect segue because we're going to talk about some of the rules for this space. So here we go. Rule number one, let's call these the rules of engagement. Okay. 
You have to laugh at all of my corny jokes and there will be plenty of corny jokes. And I know that I'm not funny. I know that I'm corny and I'm okay with that. And as part of this process of blooming and finding purpose, part of that is accepting who you are and being totally fine with it. So yes, there will be plenty of laughs and most of them will be jokes that I'm laughing at for myself, which is totally fine. Rule number two, you're not allowed to apologize. So for future guests, for people listening, for you who are going to talk to yourself in the car, because I totally do it all the time, you're not allowed to apologize. And when I say that, I mean, don't apologize for not being where you think you should be. Don't apologize for not feeling like you're good enough. Don't apologize for any of those things, because that's where you are right now. And that's totally fine. But what I do expect is that by the end of this journey together, you should feel more confident in who you are and where you're supposed to be. So as long as we can totally agree on that, then we'll be fine. So rule number one, laugh at all my jokes. Rule number two, don't apologize. And rule number three, whatever your religious background, whatever your belief, whoever you call God, just know in this space, I acknowledge Christ as my savior and we will respect each other mutually. That's all I'm saying. Cause people like to get really crazy when you start talking about Jesus. And I'm just like, but I'm not messing with you about who you serve. So just fall back, bruh. I'm just kidding, but not really. Okay. Rule number four, which honestly is the most important rule of them all. Because if you're not doing this, then you're wasting your time. If you're not honest with anybody else throughout all of your life, please be honest with yourself. Like nobody else can hear your thoughts except God. And even he's not really judging you unless you start acting crazy. Um, Because if you're not honest with where you are and what you're doing and how you're feeling, then you can't grow. You can't move from where you are. You can't, you know, get out of depression, lack, sadness, um, whatever you're dealing with, you can't get out of, out of it unless you are honest with where you are. All right. Those are our four rules. So if you can get down with that, then I feel like we'll be straight. Um, and if not, well, I mean, it'll be fine too, because honestly, blooming and growing, it's all a process. So <laughs> who am I to tell you how to do it? You know what I mean? Got it? Get it? Good. I used to hate when my teacher said that. It was so annoying, but whatever. It works for this conversation. So let's get right into it. So, oh my God, episode one, we're here finally. Um, I guess I should kind of tell you a little bit about how we got here. Um, I've been blogging for a while and not really consistent, gonna be totally honest. And I feel like it was because I just wasn't confident. And I'm just going to be real honest. Like, you know, one of the things about like that I've found in trying to bloom and become the person I'm supposed to be, you just have to be real honest about yourself. And sometimes that's really hard. But I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do because I just didn't have confidence in myself. Honestly, I would be on Instagram watching people do all this other stuff. And I'm just like, well, I'm not really doing anything. So whatever, I'm not going to do it because I'm basic. And it wasn't until I had my son, actually, quite recently, 
that I decided to stop thinking like that, to stop holding myself hostage to like my fears, my feeling of inadequacy, all of the things that kept holding me back and kept me from blooming. I know it's going to get really old and really corny really soon, but that's just true. Like it's the essence of who I've become is this person who is on this path and who wants to take other people on this journey to finding themselves. And I think it's so important that you just reel about where you are in your journey. And for a long time, I just didn't think I was it. And that's it. I really just thought I was not somebody worth emulating. And it's crazy because I grew up as a pastor's kid leading youth ministry, being at the forefront of everything constantly. And I had gotten real good at putting on a front, at showing people like how to live your life and how to serve God and how to do all these things. But on the inside, I really was hurting and hurting in the sense that I just felt so small in a lot of ways. And I'm a big girl, okay? But I felt really, really small. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my journey. I'm grateful to be here. I'm I'm really excited about this, guys. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I've really been working hard to bring on some interesting people, people who are going to help us all to grow, people who are going to help us to bloom and really become our best self. Yeah? So let's do it. And honestly, what I think the best part about all of this is The people that I'm going to be talking to are literally just like us. And by us, I mean whoever you are, wherever you are listening, in their 20s, in their early 30s, maybe even their late 30s, on this journey of finding purpose, finding out who they are, what they're supposed to be doing, how they're supposed to be doing it. And there's not a right answer. There's not a right. Wait, I think I just said that. There's not a wrong answer and there's not a right answer. Everybody's story looks different. Everybody's path looks different. And so I think from what I know, the little I know, actually, no, let me not do that from the amount that I know. Um, what you have to offer as an individual, it's so important for you to share with other people. And what I mean is everybody has something worth giving back to the world or God wouldn't have put us on the earth. We're all meant to be a part of each other's story in some way, shape, or form. And that's not to say I'm going to touch every person on the planet, but somebody I'm going to touch is going to touch somebody else. And it's just going to keep going, that effect. And so if I'm holding myself back and not being who I'm supposed to be, then somebody else is missing out. So let's do this thing and bloom. And each week, you'll. this is what you can expect. So we'll have a guest on, somebody who's going to talk about their experiences, what they've learned, what they've done, what they're doing and what they hope to accomplish. Basically, that kind of thing. So each week, um, there'll be four segments in the show. And the first segment is basically what we just went through. And it's, they're called purpose rants. So I promise you they're not going to be 10 minutes every time. But, you know, I had to get some preliminaries out of the way. And but I feel confident that you guys understand exactly what you're here for and we're cool. So, yeah, purpose rants. And we'll basically just kind of you'll listen to me rant about something that is that I find really annoying, but also it's a real good life lesson in some way, shape or form. And then the next segment of the show will be 
where I give you your adulting life hack of the week. Um, And so this is basically something that I've picked up along the way that has like either helped me in a crazy situation or like I was like, oh, wait, I didn't know I could do that. Um, So this one is really, really raggedy. And I feel like I needed it to be the first one so that I could set the tone for the expectation. Like, I will take you there. Um, And I know a lot of people are going to judge me. And I am totally fine with that. Because when I figured out how to do this or that I could do this, honestly, it saved me a lot of times when I was struggling. Okay, so this week's adulting life hack is and first, let me preface this by saying this, like, You know, when you are, I hate that this is a thing, but we've all been in the position where we either just paid the rent or we just had to take care of a real big bill or something. So we running low on cash, right? But you need gas. You got to get where you're going. So if you go to the gas station pump, you can't do this inside. You have to do it at the pump and you use your debit card or if you have a credit card. But I mean, it's only a hack if you're using your debit card. So use your debit card and press credit. Even if you only have a dollar, you can fill your whole tank. Yep, thank me later. I've done it several times in my life, not proud of it, but it's definitely gotten me through a week or two when I knew I was struggling or I knew I wasn't gonna have any money. And honest to God, I'm so happy that I know how to do this. Um, Not anymore, obviously, but there were times in my life where I was really like, oh, thank God for this dollar. Now, I do have to warn you, if you do choose to do this full disclosure, your account is going into overdraft. Like that's the whole hack about this thing. So you do have to pay for the gas at some point. Um, But if you're real cool with your bank, you can call them. Tell them you're struggling and they might waive that fee because I know that was me a few times. Okay, (laughs) so, yeah, that's your adulting life hack for the week. If you ain't got no money, you need some gas. Use your debit card as a credit card at the gas station pump and you'll have gas for the week. Okay, you heard it here first. (laughs) I know y'all are judging me so hard right now. It is totally fine. So the third section of each show will be the interview and this week's um this week's guest is miss kayla marie she is a dancer professionally um a close friend and somebody that i really admire she's got such an incredible work ethic and a really strong faith and so i figured it would be a great way to start the show by talking to somebody who is really grounded in their purpose and knowing that whatever it takes, they're going to make it happen. So enjoy. First guest on Full Bloom is none other than professional dancer, Miss Kayla Marie. Hey, girl. Hey. And we are so excited to have her on the podcast. One, because low-key, 
she's the reason this kind of all happened. Um, so she was on Instagram, which she does a lot, like having these moments of like epiphany. And actually, why don't you tell the story? Yeah, I have a lot of epiphany moments on Instagram. And this one came from a conversation with my grandmother. And um, I work in the sports industry as well. And we were talking about the Bucks going to the playoffs. I'm a Milwaukee native. And, you know, it's the first time we went to the playoffs in so many years. since like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Grandma, I don't know if they're going to last because, you know, they're new to this. They, they haven't been to the playoffs in so long. They're going against teams who who are, you know, used to going mm-hmm. to the playoffs. They have experience going to the playoffs. And playoffs are different from regular season. And I've seen that with, you know, the organization that I work with, that some teams play really well during the season, and then they get to playoffs and they trip up. So I was like, Grandma, I don't know. And so basically the epiphany that I had was that in order for the Bucks to, I guess, succeed in the playoffs, they're not going to be able to do what they did during the regular season to mm-hmm. propel them to be like the number one um, team in the East Conference. They're going to have to. Which is still crazy to me. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, you know, they're basically going to have to um, kind of evolve and, you know, restructure their strategy yeah. in order to take on teams like the Raptors and take on, you know, uh, teams like the Celtics and yeah. things of that nature and eventually, you know, take on the West Coast once they get out of the East Coast. Right. So um, it dawned on me. So I was just ranting about that. And yeah, I kind of applied it to myself. Like if they have to, you know, change their strategy on how they apply their, you know, game or how they're going to play in the next level of basketball. Exactly. I need to do the same thing when I elevate myself to the next level or if I reach another level of my life because I can't keep doing the same stuff. Can I curse? Yeah, you can curse. Okay. (laughs) I just bleep it out. (laughs) If I keep doing the same that I did to that got me to where I'm supposed to be or where I'm trying to be mm-hmm. I can't keep doing that same you know thing I can't keep going ABC and then I'm going to the next level where other people are already professional like right. I'm a professional dancer so there's top you know top tier people that I'm actually working with now that I used to look up to and I did a lot of stuff I hustled a lot and hustled real hard to get there to be working with those top you yeah. know vets in the game and here I am with them but I can't keep doing what I was doing, A, B, C, D, to stay there. I got to change it up so that I can, you know, remain consistent and remain relevant while I'm in my new level of my career and so on and so on. So that was my epiphany. So that's where to me, <laughs> sitting on my couch listening to this, like, moment, I was like, honestly, Martina, you need to get your life. Yeah. And so for a long time, I've been, like, you know, playing with the idea of starting a podcast. And if you've been following my blog over the last few years, you know that I've been so inconsistent and it wasn't because I didn't want to do it. It was more just because kind of like you, I needed to change my strategy because what I was doing, it just wasn't, it just wasn't working for me. And so I didn't have any like motivation to do it. So long story short, I was like, Oh my God, Kayla, you know, (laughs) you should start a podcast or you should da 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 da. But low-key I was talking to myself right right and I was like oh girl that is not my style right and so I was like you know what I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna put myself out there and 
it makes perfect sense to have her on first because she has, and I'm so lucky to have been able to see her kind of like fully blue. blue. Yeah, blue. Um, you know, we met in college and she was has always been dancing. She was a cheerleader for uh Morehouse, right? A dancer. Well, a dancer from Mahogany Emotion. Mm-hmm. And um I was over all of the pageant stuff when we were in college. And so she did all the choreography. And now she's over here getting shout outs from the queen herself. Yes. Beyonce <laughs> did repost her recently on her Instagram. Um she did the what is it the Before what? I Let You Go Challenge. Yes. And if y'all haven't seen it, y'all follow her on Instagram and go check it out. It's yes. really good. And I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. You have really come full circle. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, Just the idea of fully blooming because you were in the corporate space for a long time, kind of like all of us kind of just leave college and get that good job. It was like, okay, whatever. But then you decided that wasn't for you. Right. So why don't you talk about that for a little bit? So, yeah, I went to college. Um, I, like you said, I've always danced all my life, and that is, that's definitely my passion. But um, I was an IT professional, so I did IT consultant for about five years, going into my fifth year working. So, really, I only worked for four and a half years um, consistently. I got called to go to an audition to go on tour with a major 90s artist. And um, I went to that audition. Meanwhile, I actually was in the process of getting ready for a work trip while I was going to the audition. Mm-hmm. I finessed the whole situation, literally, literally, sorry, boss, if you're listening to this. <laughs> I finessed the whole situation, changed my flights around to make the audition, made up some craziness, literally, to the airlines, some telling my dog had was sick and he had diarrhea. Like, it was hey, crazy. Princeton. Hey, Princeton. Like, yeah, mommy lied on you. But, um, but yeah, so I went to the audition. I ended up booking the audition. Um, so I went on tour with Teddy Riley and Guy for the 90s Block Party Tour. And that was about a six-month tour because we did five months of straight tour. And then we did a month of, like, spot days internationally mm-hmm. and nationally. And um, I had to quit, literally, within a week. So I found out that I booked the tour. I went on my work trip as normal. I acted as everything was normal. Wow. Um, my roommate during that work trip, because um, I was still on, like, a... I was um, training for a new position mm-hmm. um, within my organization, so I was on a work trip, and, you know, because we're younger and we're in a cohort, they always want you to, you know, network with yeah. people and yeah. whatever. So, um, you know, I'm telling my roommate, like, girl, I'm quitting this week. <laughs> I'm just here to be here. I just got booked on a tour. Wow. And um, it was crazy. It was wild. I don't know how – I don't – I don't know. It, I just kind of quit. And um, my company was very supportive of it. They knew that I had aspirations to dance. Um, I do, you know, dance for the NBA. So they already knew about that commitment that I had. Um, and they actually allowed me to keep my job if, you know, when the tour was over, that I could oh, come wow. back. Right. So it was really crazy. Yeah. I felt like it was like God ordained. I feel like it was time for me to leave and take that leap of faith. Um so, yes, yeah, so I went on tour. Um, 
I traveled everywhere, over 50 cities um, within the U.S., and then I went to Malta, Aruba, um, and some really cool places. Um, after I got back on tour, I was nervous because I didn't want to go back to corporate yeah. because I already kind of felt that euphoria of dancing on a stage mm-hmm. and being able to do what I love to do and setting my own schedule, being that entrepreneur, being that freelance yeah. dancer. Um, and so I started auditioning for other jobs and other opportunities. Um, and I would say this year is my first year dancing full time, not working a corporate job, um, so I booked Hit the Floor, which is a TV show. I booked a promo with them here in Atlanta to represent the show. I booked a, t- a television show. So I did some acting slash dancing with um, Step Up, and it's on YouTube Premium. Oh. So you can actually watch it. I'm on episode one. Okay. Um, I booked um, a, a job with Scotty ATL. He's a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, so I performed at, you know, Streets Fest. Uh, I booked... Another TV show, CW Legacies. Yep, watched it. Yes, it's so episode good. 11, check it out. And um, I booked Iggy. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, you look so ratchet. Yeah, so ratchet. <laughs> so out of my element. But, you know, yeah, I Yeah, you did it, though. You did it. I was in my living room twerking, trying to practice for the audition, okay? <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, I kept booking a lot of jobs. And so it honestly gave me hope that I could actually do it. And I, yeah. I knew I could, but... You know, when you go from something that is stable and go to something that's not stable, it's very scary. Like, even today, I'm scared, you know, because I don't know what's next. So, um, you know, when you're working for yourself or, like, working towards your dreams, sometimes those things are kind of, like, unknown. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that whole idea of the starving, struggling artist, is that still a thing in our generation? It's definitely a thing if you don't have the right um, village. Yeah. You know, so I'm grateful that I have family and friends who support me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there have been times where I've had to call my parents and ask for money because I, I know I have the money because I'm waiting on the gig, but because it's not a nine to five, I'm getting paid consistently every two, you know, every two weeks or every week rather than the month, you know, I'm getting paid sometimes net 30 or sometimes I got to wait until it goes through my agent and then my agent cuts me the check. So it's not that you don't have the money. Sometimes it's really that you're not getting paid on a consistent basis. Right. So what it's teaching me now is to be very smart with my finances. I pay a lot of things up front. Mm-hmm. Um, if I get paid um, certain jobs, you know, for certain jobs, they're called union and non-union. So the union jobs, um, most dancers do like those more because you know for a fact that you're going to get certain, you know, right. things and certain things are going to happen certain way sometimes non-union jobs may or may not pay the same way that union jobs do um and it's kind of like unpredictable on when you may or may not get paid um just because they don't it's not that it's bad to work a non-union job it's just you don't know for a fact because it's not operating under a union on how or when or where you know yeah so um you know when you work these jobs you just definitely have to save your money um you know on top of that um you have to be smart. I am very grateful that I went to college and got my college education. Mm-hmm. Um, I have resources and knowledge that I have about, you know, just just adulting, like things that we don't really right. like think about. Like a lot of my friends do sleep on, you know, people's friends' couches and things like that. But for me, because I did work in corporate, unfortunately, my standard of living is higher. Right. So I personally, no, no I don't. That's I'm, not, that's not about not, that life. That's, I'm not about that life. Yeah. So I've learned how to hustle and mm-hmm. use my education to do other things. So do I get, you know, 
I might do teaching online or I might do substitute teaching or, you know, just different avenues to make money. Um, Or if that means I'm going to do marketing or social media, you know, for another company or just make money in other ways and using my other skills that I have to make the money so I can sustain the way I was living before Mm -hmm. I became a dancer artist. So the whole idea of like blooming fully into the purpose, person you're supposed to be is really connected to your purpose so like all those other things that you're doing on the side or like you know making it happen if I were to ask you to say in one sentence like what is your purpose can you answer that question yeah yeah um I think my purpose is to be creative and to inspire people um I feel like ever since I was a little girl I've just always just inspired others you know whether it was how I walked how I talked how I dressed like I've always kind of been like the leader of the pack yeah um and it's not even on purpose like I don't try to be like at the forefront of things but I've just always been that person that people look in a room and I can be in a corner and people want to know who I am yeah um and so yeah I feel like my purpose is to inspire others through my creativity um which is why I feel like I can have so many side hustles yeah you know like exactly. I'm really creative I'm really good with my hands my feet my body my mind like my mind literally races a mile a minute and um yeah so that's my purpose yeah so in that purpose how do you feel like you're blooming as an artist because I know that your first love is dance of course right so like how how do you use dance to inspire people Um, just recently, I feel like I've been really understanding what that means. Mm -hmm. Um, because as a dancer, you have to, well, even not even as a dancer, as an artist, because, you know, like I act, I model, I kind of just do whatever Mm -hmm. brings a check. Right. Uh, (laughs) Which I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Right. But, um, with being an artist, you know, and a creative, you have to be vulnerable in order to give of yourself. I mean, in order in order to give of yourself, you have to be vulnerable in, in order to do that. So as of lately, in order to inspire others, I've been taking the more um, selfish approach and making sure I'm personally OK with who I am and mm-hmm. understanding that I'm authentic and who I am and who I come off to be. And right. that's what I've been trying to do to inspire others. I feel like everything else comes along with it. Like right. people are going to be inspired because they want to see you know they want to dance like me or they want to model like me or they want to you know walk and talk like me like that's just like the physical but like the 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 inside the spiritual aspect of it and the emotional aspect and the energy that I project I want to make sure that I'm projecting that unapologetic aspect of myself because if I'm not then I really can't really truly inspire people because I'm not inspiring people from a selfless right. place it's not coming from and it's, a real it's place. not coming from a real place right so that's kind of what I've been doing is just making sure that I'm personally in check and in order right. and just you know doing some self-reflecting and I think that's really important, like self-awareness, because yeah. you can't, you can't bloom like a flower itself no. can't grow if it's like trying to be another, another kind of flower. Thing. Yep. Right. Yep. So I think that it's, it's beautiful that you can accept that about yourself and see that. And I think for somebody who's listening that might not have that confidence yet, mm-hmm. What for you? Because even leaving your job, I mean, I can speak for myself. <laughs> like I work a very corporate job yeah. and I'm 
settled in that fact right now that that's where I'm at. But what gave you that confidence to say, I'm going to quit my job? Well, not really quit because you were in a good position where they said you could come back. But if that wasn't the case, you still decided to go on that tour. So what gives you that like sense of this is what I'm supposed to do? So that actually wasn't the first time I quit my job. So my first corporate job, we broke ties. Mm -hmm. My boss knew that I didn't want to be there. I knew I didn't want to be there. I was performing, you know, fine. I did what I was supposed to do, and I left. But they wanted more out of me, um, and I just couldn't give it. So, you know, I had a little sit down with my boss, and I was like, I'm ready to go. Wow. Dead. (laughs) <laughs> like no two weeks or nothing no wow I already in my mind I was like I'm just gonna try to pursue this whole dance thing like that was in my mind like I told my coach because I, I was so depressed yeah and so that's what really drove me to being okay to do it the second time um is that I did it the right way the second time right so the first time I was just kind of like on some I'm depressed I hate work I hate you I hate my boss I don't mm-hmm. like my coworkers. you guys like f y'all y'all don't understand me you know y'all are stiff people yes. y'all don't understand me as a creative here I am I feel stuck you know like I felt like I was alone I was the only millennial in my office like in my department like I just felt very alone mm-hmm. like I was so active the office felt like a jail cell to me like it was just very um confining for my type of personality and what I felt like I could bring to the organization and that's what drove me to go crazy and I was like I gotta go yeah Yeah. like literally turned my laptop in I already wiped off all the material that I needed that I you know like everything any email that I could ever have or need I literally stripped my laptop and I was like here. Wow. So you just knew that that's not what you need to be doing. Right. Anymore. So then after I tried it, you know, like I was like, well, I'm working, you know, I'm a dancer for the NBA. I'm fine. I'll go back to school or something and figure it out. I, I, that was the moment when I was like, okay, Kayla, like you can't just up and do this. Like you really have yeah, to kind of like a have a plan. And it's not that a plan is going to always work the way that you want it to work. Cause my plan is not really working the way I want it to work. It's kind of just working. And every time I stress God, I don't know, you know, what everyone's religion or anything like that is, yeah. but God shows me that what I'm doing is correct and that I'm on the right path. So when I was stressed out about money and I was like, Oh my God, I'm living off my 401k. Like I have yeah. online savings and I'm just doing all this craziness. I got an offer from a sorority sister of mine, mm-hmm. you know, that, that uh, connection of right, that, like, network. Oh, that network, <laughs> man. okay. And, um, she reached out to me and she was like, yeah, you know, I see it was strong back on IT. Like, have you thought about going this route? And I was like, no, but I'm interested. Right. And she's like, we'll work with you. We know that you want to, you know, dance, pro- you know, that you're dancing professionally. We'll work with you. So when that happened and I actually left the second time, what gave me confidence was remembering the moments when I was so depressed about mm-hmm. not doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. And that's what keeps me away from going back. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't, you know, want to struggle. It's not that things don't always work out the way they work. It's not even that. It's not even the security of it because I know that I'm smart enough to make things happen and that, you know, I just kind of have to like boss up if I really yeah. want to be secure in that way. I just got to boss up and figure out other avenues to make it happen that way. But as far as going back, 
is literally remembering my lowest moments where I had to really build myself up and build my confidence up from those lowest moments that keep me like, oh, hell no. It's like, <laughs> you are not about to be this depressed female over here. Yeah. Sad when you are touring and being you're on stage and you're doing what you love to do, you know, so that's what keeps me motivated. Yeah. And I think too, it's so easy for people to see you and be like, Oh my God, she's doing all these things. Yeah. And, but they, they, they don't, don't know the know journey the that journey. that you took to get there. I'm and so, <laughs> and I think that's okay. Like, yeah. I feel like at this age, that's kind of what we're all doing. Right. So that leads me to the next section of our show. Um, and I like to call it living my best life. So the idea of, you know, we're working hard, we're grinding, we're doing all these things, but it's like, what is it for? So if right. somebody asked you, like, what is the, what's the ideal life for you? Like, what does that look like? Um, consistency, um, stability, um, you know, and that comes in all ways. I want relationship stability. I want financial stability. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, mental stability because as artists, people forget that sometimes we go insane because we're so in our heads a lot. Yeah. So, you know, mental stability, not saying I'm insane, but, you know, <laughs> um, just, you know, mental stability, um, peace of mind and, um, just happiness and love. Like, that's what my ideal life is. I don't like to put things in a box and define it. Like, if I have my white picket house with fence yeah. and my two dogs, like, no, that's not what I want. Because if I de- if I define my life as that, then that's all I'm going to get. And that's all the universe is going to give me. And I don't want to define it as that. You know, like, I want everything. Like, yeah. I want all of it. You know, like, I don't know how to describe that. But those three things or four things I mentioned are definitely the ideal life for me. Consistency, especially in my career. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, well, thank you so much. Look at you just blooming. Okay. So before you go, we're going to play a little game and all of my guests are going to be challenged this way. Uh, are you excited? Are you nervous? nervous. <laughs> all right. So the game is called Growing Up Millennial. And so the idea is... Growing Up Shelter. If, <laughs> if you're really a millennial, then you should be able to answer these questions. Are you ready? Sure. All right. Number one, what social media site let you play music on it when you came on the page? Oh, MySpace. Good job. Or Black Planet. <clears throat> Uh, no, let's stick with MySpace. <laughs> you was too young to be using Black Planet. No, was it? Yes, you were. Uh, Wasn't that like a dating site? No. You oh. had Black Planet. It was uh, like the, you know, ethnic version of MySpace. Okay. Question number two. <laughs> Y'all should see her face right now. <laughs> um, What is the official name for the hashtag sign? What is it actually called? I don't know. Hashtag. No, what is the sign? It, it actually has a name. Start with it. Not with an A. No. I don't know. It's a pound sign. Oh, the pound oh sign? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a pound sign. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's one wrong. Okay. okay. I'm like, yeah, it's a pound sign. All right. Name the boy group that included Justin Timberlake. Let's see. Yes, good job. I'm like, I'm like oh, don't say back to boy. All right. This one might stump you a little bit because you said you were sheltered. Sheltered. Name three Nickelodeon shows that used to come on a Saturday morning. Oh, okay. Recess, Kim Possible, Brace Face. Kim Possible, Kayla? Yeah. That is the wrong network. No, it definitely... Oh, I'm thinking of Saturday morning. When Saturday morning... 
You know, that's so, Disney, not Nickelodeon. No, no, it was Nickelodeon shows because Reset. Oh, oh, well, okay. So, Doug, <laughs> I don't know, Doug. Doug, Recess. Okay, you got one Recess. more. But Recess did come on sat- one Saturday morning. Yeah, but not Kim Possible. Kim Rocket Possible. Power. Good job. Ding, ding, ding. We got a Kim Possible came on that one Saturday morning show, too. <laughs> it did. I yes. thought that was. They mix all the shows together for people who didn't like. I guess have cable. I, I, I was know, a pastor's kid. We was in prayer on Saturday morning. I was morning. not in prayer. I was watching. <laughs> I was eating my French toast or whatever my mom made with eat, watching all my shows on one channel so I didn't have to click <laughs> All right. So you are a millennial. Yes. One. Congratulations. You get to see I knew that. The, I knew the pound sign thing, y'all, for real. No, you did I did. Yeah. I knew it was pound sign, but I was like, I <laughs> Thank you, Kayla. You're welcome. Yeah, so that's Kayla. Um, she is really like that all the time. Honest and ambitious and driven. And if there's anything that we can take away from her as a bloom, um, it's to be consistent in your drive and in your desires and in your faith. Which brings us to the last section of our show. Um, and this section is called From Bloom to Bloom, which is really just my way of saying from me to you, but, you know, we got to be consistent with the brand. You know what I'm saying? OK. <laughs> um, so this week, I what I want you to take away is something that I talked about in the blog and that it's flowers don't have to work hard to bloom because they understand that it's the natural process of growth. And so something I feel like we as people miss all the time is the fact that you don't have to work hard to be yourself. Like you literally just have to be you. Um, my little sister, she wrote a book and it's coming out soon. It's called You Are the Only You. And in the book, she talks about the fact that your DNA, your makeup makes you the only person on the entire planet that is you. And so the idea of a flower blooming and just being itself is something that we all really need to grasp. Just be yourself. We live in a world of comparison and compromise, and it really takes away from the individual so much. So something I feel like we just need to remember is that, you know, despite all of the challenges that are going to come our way, we are responsible for how we react. And we have to remember is that there's going to be hardships somewhere in our life. And the hardship, however, doesn't have to define us. It's our response to that hardship or struggle or feeling of lack or whatever have you that makes things difficult. But it's not the blooming part of it that's hard. Because once you're where you're supposed to be, it just happens naturally. You know what I'm saying? So that's it. That's episode one. I'm so excited for this process and I can't wait to keep sharing. So please rate, subscribe and be back next week. So I almost forgot y'all the giveaway. The winner is drumroll Miss Chantal Davis. Congratulations, girl. I know she's going to be so hyped. Um, so she is the winner of one of the first t-shirts. 
and you'll be getting a contact from me soon. And last thing, for real, for real, for real, for real, I have a big shout out to Miss Kadidia Edwards for the track that you hear throughout this podcast. Um, the, this is her original song and y'all go check out her EP. It's dope. She's dope. It's lit. And I'll see y'all later for real, for real.